Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Charlie Gasparino, a journalist extraordinaire, frequent <laughs> gym uh, guy. You're always in the gym, pumping that iron. It's called Gym Rat. Oh, Gym Rat. Gym Rat. I don't know. <laughs> you know what we were talking about before about how Elon Musk sent out a memo to all of the employees and asked them either you work hard or give your resignation and here's your three month severance. What do you think about that? You know, it's his company. He it's a cult of personality, and any company. I don't think that's a, an incredibly effective way. Um, to uh, to get the most out of people, <laughs> to be honest with you. And particularly when you're laying people off. I mean, you know, that's the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? If you're laying people off and you want them to work harder, you know, putting guns to their heads kind of uh, is not kind of the way you do it. Um, but, you know, he, you know, he, he, far be it for me to criticize a guy who became the richest man in the world. I mean, he must you know something was what he's doing. But, you know, he's always been an erratic guy. I mean, just as things, you know, remember the time he said he was going to take Tesla private at $420 and it didn't happen. And I mean, we all know with the, uh, with the Twitter thing, I mean, it was like on again, off again, on again, off again. So, you know, this guy is, uh, this guy, this guy's kind of a piece of work. I mean, if someone said that to you, work harder or leave, I mean, how, how good do you feel? I mean, you know, I mean, I, 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 it's Richard Warmberg. I'll tell you what the problem is. I think, and you know statistics better than I do, I think only about 40% of the population in the United States is working. So you have a whole culture out there of no work. The work ethic seems to be dying. And who's going to pay for the Social Security and all the wonderful social programs? Where's the economic productivity going to come from if well, people don't work? That's a great point. And maybe he knows what's going on. I mean, he obviously knows what's going on there better than I do. So maybe there are people that are just so annoyed that he's running the show that they don't want to work. And they're lazy, and they don't want right. to. Maybe that generation needs a kick in the ass. They they or never maybe, had it. Or maybe, or maybe you know he's you know listen he's laying a lot of people off. People are sleeping under their desks. I mean maybe there's something. Maybe maybe there's a middle ground here that you can sort of tap into to get more <laughs> more productivity without you know demeaning people. I I, I just think it's. I, I don't know enough. I have to admit, it just it's it sounds to me. Listen, my gut instinct is like these are a bunch of millennial tech people. You know, who cares? You know, either go take go. You know, well, do, you had do the work or go home. Charlie, you had the worst management team in the world. The, they didn't know anything about running a business, in my opinion, at uh, at Twitter. And uh, finally, you you got uh, Musk in there that says, "Look, guys, you want to you want to get paid? Work." That's what he said. And right yeah. now, by the way, yeah. there's been I mean, some yeah. breaking news from uh, it came out of the UK papers that CNN is going to have a big layoff. Right, and ABC News has a hiring freeze, so it's not looking too good for the media companies. WABC is hiring. WABC is hiring because when you go woke, you go broke. <laughs> <laughs>
I know there's some place I can land. <laughs> so tell Fox News, don't go woke. <laughs> I don't think you have to worry about that already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so so uh, tell us, where the heck are we going? I, I had uh, 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 dinner last night with one of our close friends, uh, uh, and he says the, uh, the M2 situation, the, the numbers are going way down. Uh, and uh, the market might uh, sustain itself where it is and go up. So he thinks that inflation is going to come down dramatically. It came, yep. That's what the, and it's a mutual friend. Well, I think I know who it is, but yes. I won't say his name. <laughs> you know, uh, the guy I have um, dinner with all the time. Yeah, okay, so that makes sense. Um, listen, I, I, I don't know. I, I do know that, you know, the um, inflate, you fighting inflation has always been a very – um, difficult task um, with monetary policy. Like what looks like a victory, then three months later, you know, the stuff comes roaring back. So, you know, if you really want to get it down to two percent, it probably got to keep. It probably got to raise it another seventy-five, and something after that. I mean, that's kind of I think what people are saying. And then and then you take a break. That's what I kind of. That's what my Fed watchers are saying. Is is that what your our mutual friend said last night? Uh, he thinks that the uh, there might be a uh, a little bit of a uh, break. So he thinks they're going to stop in the next meeting. Not necessarily stop completely, but uh, easing easing a little bit. Yeah, go fifty. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I can see him doing that. The guys, the guys backed off in the past. But you know, you got to be really careful with this. If you you know, if if you don't, if you if you don't, if you're not steadfast in the face of it, it comes back all the time. I mean, that's the history of this stuff. Well, the, 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 the numbers are starting to come down. I was on uh, one of your colleagues' uh, shows yesterday. I was on uh, Stuart Varney's, and right. uh, we, I gave him some breaking news that we have a large construction projects in our real estate department, and some of that product is starting to come down because Jay Powell raised the rate so high, it destroyed the real estate market, and nobody's building a lot. Of, uh, nobody's building a lot of new construction, so the price of concrete has going down, down, down. That sounds good, though, isn't it? Well, yes, but uh, <laughs> you, you got to kill the market to help that happen. Well, I mean, absence of absence of um, fiscal policy in the mix, uh, like deregulation or targeted tax cuts, whatever. Um, you know, you, you, all you have is the heavy, ha- heavy sort of hammer of, of, of monetary policy here. So, uh, again, you know, even if they raised it 75 basis points, wouldn't we still probably have negative interest rates? I mean, I think you got to look at it that, you know, we. Well, we it, it depends. Have- See, when we do C- CPI and when we do PPI, a lot of those numbers are historical. What happened in the last six months versus what's really happening right now, and what is the pulse of what's really happening? Um, that's interesting. I, I I can just tell you that I I think you have to go by what the Fed goes by. Okay. Well, there are a bunch of historians. What do you want? Yeah. And so that means they're going to raise rates another seventy-five basis points. Wow. I mean, so- why fight them? Just prepare. Switching gears, Charlie Gasparino, what did you think of the tone of Trump's speech? You're a journalist, and it, it was a, it was a, like, it reminded me of Trump 2016 when he was trying to be more presidential. What did you think? 
I mean, yeah, I mean, he was a little, he was a lot more subdued. I mean, this is obviously, you know, we're talking about historic. We got a lot of history now with, with Donald. I, you know, I, I I feel bad for him in this sense because you know I'm, I read every day that people hate him and you know the whole conservative movement wants him to go and he's, he's this he's that. You know, he did carve out a new way to, to uh, for conservatism that that that's sold that that that's working in many ways. Um, it's bringing more minorities and and working class white people into the party, and um, he did that. I mean, it's less globalist, less elitist. Uh, he did that. He was a very good operational president, you know, before the pandemic. You know, he he got us the vaccine. He did that. The question is, and he but he has some like wicked blind spots. Those blind spots have always taken away from his accomplishments. And now the question is, you know. You know, you know, should he be doing this? And then, at the, and at the same time, like literally attacking people that are very good. I mean, uh, do you think it's smart to attack Ron DeSantis and Glenn Youngkin, who actually didn't pick a fight with? That's him? very, you know, that's very stale politics, don't you think? You mean by yeah. blind spot? You mean his personality? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he does yeah. things like this. It's like, uh, and you know, it's funny if you know him one on one, he's not like that at all. Uh, I, I and by the way, you know, his kids—they're not like that. I, you know, I just I, I don't know why. Now, now maybe he's going to make a change now, but you know, I think some of this stuff is he, his um, his personality is, is rubbed so many people the wrong way for so long. I think it's hard to un, un, yeah, un it's, sort of screw Don't you think that's a little too little too late for him? Yes, I, I do, I do, and I say that with respect because you know, and I've never been like a huge you know I like him again. I like I think he's okay personally. I think he's a good you know I, I really enjoy his company when when I was with him. You know I, I've, I've interviewed him in the past. You know he was a funny, interesting, really smart guy. Um, and uh, you know and and you know he, he's obviously not you know he's a lot different in person. And when you get to know him, then that the caricature that he created for himself. Yeah, Charlie, um, this is Pete King. I, I agree with you completely. One-on-one, even in a small group. He's yeah. a, uh, you have to keep reminding yourself he's the president. You, you feel it's like charming. you're back on the your street corner as a kid. He's joking around. He's flowing around. He's and having he's, a laugh. He's clearly, he's really smart. I mean, this, you know, he's light years smarter than Joe Biden. I mean, let's wow. be real clear. I thought you want to give Trump some credit. I thought you want to give Trump some credit. He's a scarecrow, I think. Fetterman's smarter than yeah. but, but, you know, but here's the problem. Did, did, did his noxious personality, and it does get noxious at times, and, uh, you know, you know, is it is it so radioactive now that he can't win? And I, I, I think it is, you know. Uh, and I, I say that as someone that, I mean, I would, yeah, listen, I, I'd vote for him over Biden, obviously. I mean, who wouldn't? Um, Same I people voted for Fetterman over Oz. Well, you, well, you know, I, I'm going to take, I'm not going to be Brutus. I am not going to go stand up and stab Caesar in the back, guys. Okay, you guys can stab, do all the stabbing you want. I'm not going to be Brutus. I am going to give it some time and let's see if uh, if he's going to take the high road, presidential road. If he doesn't, we can stab him from the front. You can stab him back later. We'll slap him in the face. John, John, we're not exactly being Brutus here. I mean, this conversation, I think, is pretty measured in okay. terms of... I think we're just of, being honest because we want to win. Just trying to be honest. You know? I, I, understand. I understand. So it's not the eyes of March yet? Is that what you're telling us, Charlie? Right, right message, Beware wrong messenger. Beware the eyes of March. <laughs> Tune in in March and we'll see where we go. <laughs> Thank Absolutely. you. Charlie, we've got to take a break. Thank you so much for coming on and, and God bless you and uh, God, keep God telling bless, the yeah. truth.
Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we're going to take that hard break right now, and uh, I believe Lou Dobbs is coming on to tell us about the markets. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.